Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. Good morning. Another beautiful day in western Colorado. I'm here with Rio. Yes. So are you Sorry, Nakona or, or does Nakona She's usually me you? at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, yeah, that's what I thought. So, so glad to have you at the controls. I have my emeritus position, really. Okay. <laughs> and we have a very special guest. You know, everyone, I've been, of course, we've been talking about February and what all goes on in February. And, and I'm wearing, I'm still wearing red for a reason here <laughs> in honor of our special guest and, uh, kind of set us straight if there are things we might be confused about in in reference to heart health but uh, dr jillian thompson is it thompson it is thompson yes, yes. Yeah. and new at community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and um and who where might you be from I am from Grand Junction, Colorado, <laughs> right here, born and raised. This so. is so exciting, I think, <laughs> yeah. to have you. Uh, you know, I had called Karen at Community Hospital, and uh, you know, I said, Karen, you, as she well knows, because she's had so many things planned for this month, of you course. know, and drawing attention. And with your new cardiac um, set up, uh, Community Hospital has grown so fast that every time you turn around, you hear of uh, something else wonderfully added to right. the hospital. Yeah, something new opening and, so, and yeah. Right. And here and here you are. But you know, it's of course this month is um Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which kind of ties in well with uh, being American Heart Month because you need to think about your heart and those of you you love their hearts as well. Absolutely. And um a big month Super Bowl, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, do cardiologists ever have time to watch a football game? (laughs) We do. (laughs) And especially my husband, who is also a cardiologist, because he is a Green Bay Packers fan. Oh, he is? Okay. so that is like a religion, I have learned. Yes, I bet you have. (laughs) Oh, he definitely watches football. Yes. Carves out time for that. (laughs) (laughs) We won't ask you what you would have. Well, we might later on. Yeah, it could be a loaded, dangerous question. We like to work a few food questions in here, you know, which is really part of heart health as well. Well, but yes. uh, and and today is National um, uh, Cafe Olay Cafe oh. Olay uh, Day. Oh well, I'm not. Do I'm not participating? I guess. Oh, I'm looking at what <laughs> got you a green have. juice here. You yeah. have a green juice. What you are living up to what we would think you would be <laughs> drinking. So I'm fitting the mold. You're fitting the mold. <laughs> um, but and uh, but a major thing in February, of course, is American Heart Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, even Phil Emerson <coughs> of Quality Meats mm-hmm. on 340 North Avenue. I told him, Phil, I said, I'm having a cardiologist on the show today. <laughs> and, and I said, I know you have leaner cuts of beef and you have lots of fish and, and some of the things that you recommend. And, uh, and so he wanted me to point out that, yes, he has what are called culotte steaks, which are very tasty, but they're very lean. And, of course, you have to watch how you cook them because they're so lean and, and quick. But sure. he tells you that. And um, good, you know, boneless, skinless chicken breasts and, and all of those types of things. Because, Dr. Thompson, diet is an important part, isn't it, of heart health? Absolutely. Yes, it certainly is. Um, you know, I think we continue to learn more and more about that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, doing research in dietary habits and nutrition can be very challenging. Oh, yes. Um, but there is a robust body of data that suggests 
you know, a Mediterranean diet being a very heart healthy diet. Yes. Um, you know, focusing mostly on plants, leafy greens, mm-hmm. legumes, mm-hmm. Um, minimizing animal products. If you're going to have meats, focusing on leaner cuts like what you've mentioned. Right. You know, chicken right. And fish, right. Nuts, olive oil. Um, I've, I've been watching a documentary on Netflix. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. It's called The Blue Zones. Mm, okay. And it's um, focusing on different zones in the world where people are living to be in their hundreds. So okay. They have a lot of centenarians living mm, in those areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they kind of research what um, people are doing in those areas to you know, help them live so long. And I find a common theme is that everybody is eating healthy diets. There you go. So that is a huge thing in cardiovascular health. And I think one of the reasons we have such an epidemic of cardiovascular disease in the United States. One of the definitely the risks. Yes, absolutely. Right. The old saying we are what we eat. Yes, it is absolutely true. Yeah, it certainly is. And um, and and we'll get more into that. I I just kind of jumped into that just because of our sponsor (laughs) and all of that. But but um, tell us where we're at with heart disease. are we seeing an increase? Um, what's going on? And, uh, you know, everybody knows, um, you know, I've been involved with family history as my husband's family, right. as especially, but uh, been have an advocate of American Heart Association and um, heart education and learning the risks, et cetera. Are, are we making good, great gains? You know, I think we're making gains in our treatment options, certainly, but uh um, unfortunately, cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer of men and women. That's what I thought. So Mm -hmm. we still have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think um, obesity is such a problem for us, Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. as a sedentary lifestyle. Yes. And with those things come high blood cholesterol, diabetes, Mm -hmm. high blood pressure, Mm And all of those things increase our risk for cardiovascular disease. So it is still a, a huge problem for us in this country. And I think it's spreading to other countries, too, um, because I have heard that. Yes. Our poor diet in the United States, you know, we're kind of Americanizing other cultures diets. And there you go. So you're finding more cardiovascular diseases even you know, on the rise across the world because the diets are changing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how we prepare even the good, the good for you foods can be <laughs> can can morph into something that's not so good by the way we prepare them right that's correct yeah. yes yeah and it takes a lot of work to eat healthily you know it's mm-hmm. not a small thing i mean right cooking you know i it seems like people in my generation we've we've sort of veered away from preparing foods and cooking and i think that all kind of ties into the obesity epidemic and the you know cardiovascular disease um, because we just are getting busier with other things but Food yes. is important. Yeah. Well, you know, it used to be. Now I'm, I'm, you know, divulging my age, perhaps, but <laughs> fast foods used to be a special treat once in a while, like you know, with our daughters when they were like, okay, dad's, dad's out of town on a meeting. Right. Well, we might go and get, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, um, and but now it's become the norm. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, you know, we live a very convenience-based lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at even, you know, Amazon Prime is, is uh, and I use Amazon Prime all sure. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there's that convenience factor. I think we're kind of looking for quick things in a right. lot of areas of our lives. And when we do that with food, 
Oh, I think there you go. We pay the price right, right, for that. Yeah. Right. And oh, we don't have to go here anymore. We'll just pick something up yep, and, and or have something delivered. Yep. Uh, anymore. And so that is um, women and heart disease. A number of years ago, that started to come uh, into being. That that, and, and and do you find that still today that the tendency is sometimes um, on our part if we experience symptoms that may be related to heart disease, we think it's just because we're tired or we we, we were. Do you still see that kind of an attitude? Uh, yes, I absolutely do, and I think that that is probably multifactorial. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, you know, women in terms of symptoms of heart attacks mm-hmm, in women, mm-hmm. I think yes. you know, it's, it's sort of accepted that women can have different symptoms. And so I do think that that's part of it. Women do get typical symptoms of a heart attack, meaning chest sure. pain, uh-huh. shortness of breath. But in addition to that, they are more likely to have the atypical symptoms of a heart attack which than are? men which would be the things you kind of mentioned, you mm-hmm. know, just feeling kind of wiped out, feeling mm-hmm. tired, low energy. Um, a lot of women will have nausea and GI complaints. See, when look at that. Having, yeah, heart disease problems mm-hmm. and acute heart attacks. Um, and so I think that is part of it, that some of those things kind of go unnoticed. Um, but again, a lot of women will still have the typical symptoms, but they sure. are more likely to have those atypical symptoms as well. So I think that's part of it. And I think I think the other part of it is that um, classically, we've thought of heart disease being a, a male-focused you, exactly, disease. Exactly, exactly. And so we're yeah. kind of acculturated to right, that. Right, right. So, so, so you, you can't blame the men on one uh, hand there because, yes, we've all kind of thought of that as a, a male disease. Yes. Uh, when you see that signal from Rio over there, if you happen to catch him giving that to me, okay. he's telling me that we need to get ready to take a commercial break okay. so, oh <laughs> definitely more heart health for thought when we come back so <laughs> don't go away hey i'm eric with local events and this is let's go colorado West performing arts companies presenting the little mermaid next weekend 23rd and 25th at the avalon theater it's casino night at montrose pavilion this coming friday night it'll be from 6 to 10 p.m 25 dollars per person and it benefits the bc rotary scholarship program you get more info at blackcanyonrotary.org Bull Riding is here. 2024 Bucket Bull Riding Challenge is coming up at the Montrose Event Center next Saturday. Doors open at 5.30. Show at 7. That's Let's Go. For more, go to our website. Dear Winter, Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry All-Wheel Drive, Corolla Hybrid All-Wheel Drive, and the Majestic Crown, plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra, we're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the new fashioner's website size of 112123. Visit Turner Toyota today on East Main in Montrose. Toyota, let's go places. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. 
Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action in communities all around the world that we call home. Like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, together we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org slash action. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Grand Junction. Happening today. Crisis. At the border. Ransomware attack. Russia. China. It's happening every day. Right here. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And we are back. <laughs> We've just been chattering. <laughs> sure have. <laughs> and, uh, we have Dr. Jillian Thompson uh, here and um, a local Grand Junction girl. Absolutely. Yes, Happy to be back. And, yes, and after, gosh, uh, we were talking off air, you know, 10 years of medical school, that whole process, and that's yeah. on top of uh, four years going to school before that. Yep. And uh, you... How does it feel to have accomplished what a goal you have set for yourself? Yeah, it it feels kind of surreal because I think you get so enmeshed in this mm-hmm. training and you you know you know it's such a long road that you almost <laughs> you mm-hmm. wonder if it's ever going to end. Well, sure, I so, would imagine. So, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, it feels really great. I probably need to I was telling you about the foresight clinic that we were yes. in before we moved into our new clinic at Community Hospital yes. that I had seen my primary care doctor there as a child. And so Isn't I, that, I wow. mean, it's it's wild. So mm-hmm. I, I have had kind of that full circle moment of taking a few moments of being like, wow, you know, I, I set out on this goal. I wanted to be a physician when I was a child. And mm-hmm. Um, here it is now. Here it is. So yeah, it, I'm here. And how why did you decide to go into cardiology? I, um, you know, initially I wanted to do women's health, um, which as we were kind of discussing earlier, there's plenty of within mm-hmm. cardiology, but mm-hmm. I was thinking more of, um, you know, a, a gynecologic focus, but I found that, um, I, you know, kind of unbeknownst to me, my parents kind of pointed this out that I have always loved cardiac physiology and pathology, Wow. even in undergrad. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I went into medical school, I still was kind of on the women's health train and then I did, um, a gynecology rotation and I really did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Is that right? Yeah, which was kind of devastating because I had mm-hmm. I had really been passionate about that and thought that sure. that would be it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had like a little mini identity crisis and my parents, you know, I was talking to them and lamenting this and um, they reminded me, well, Jillian, you, you always really, you know, perk up when you would talk about cardiology and 
Um, so I did a couple of rotations in medical school. And what I kind of started to learn at that time is that, number one, I really enjoyed working with uh, the patient population that's affected by cardiovascular disease, mm -hmm. which is, of course, very diverse. Oh, you know? sure. I mean, it's people of all ages, um, largely men and women in mm -hmm. 50s, 60s and onwards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I really enjoyed working with those patients. And I felt like um, there were so many tools to help not only diagnose cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease, but also to treat it. And I felt like cardiologists could really move the needle for their patients mm -hmm. in terms of helping them do better and helping them feel better. Um, and so I was really inspired by that. Um, and I would also say uh, almost all the cardiologists that I worked with really liked their jobs. They seemed like happy physicians. They, they you know, seemed to feel like their work was rewarding. And that, that, um, make, that transfers to the patients. It, yes, it really it does. does. It yes, really does. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... Um, yeah, I, it just seemed like a perfect fit, and it was kind of like one of those aha moments where I thought, why didn't I think about this before? But I guess that's why we always have a good support system around us as we're doing these things, right? Well, so. And good for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope so. And now here you are married to a cardiologist, <laughs> you know. Yep. Did he finish about the same time? Um, he is actually two years ahead of me. Okay. Um, and so we met, um, so I did all my schooling in Denver and then did my internal medicine residency which mm -hmm. is uh, a precursor to cardiovascular sure. training. I did that at University of Cincinnati, and then I went to Milwaukee to Medical College of Wisconsin mm -hmm. for cardiovascular fellowship training, and that's where I met Chris. Um, so he was the big, you know, seems to know everything third year fellow. Not there that, you go. Not that he's a know-it-all by any means. He's not, but but he just seemed sure, you know so much absolutely. more learned than me. Of course. Me. Um, and you kind of you know come into fellowship all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and then boy do you get overwhelmed in a hurry. So. Um, yeah, that's where we met, and we kind of did the thing that you're not supposed to do, which is, you know, date a coworker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but how can out. that not happen? Right, yeah. I it mean, we see it on medical shows all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and there are there are kernels of truth to that, that's for sure. So Because where are you all the time? Right, yeah. Right, I mean, right. when it's called a residency <laughs> for a reason because you feels like you live at that hospital. So. <laughs> and now you are back here, and uh, since it's February, Heart Month, and uh, thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank you for and, having me. Um, and there's that uh, Palisade Grand Junction tie now mm -hmm. that you're over at that wonderful clinic. Yes. And uh, you, in our first segment, you were sharing that, yes, heart disease is still the number one uh, cause of death yes. uh, for both men and women mm -hmm. uh, in this country. But there, there is good news. Uh, you were bringing up method of treatment mm -hmm. and um, and all of the research that is going on, and now you have the center at Community yes. Hospital. I mean, um, healthcare in this valley has really grown. Absolutely, um, and we're thankful for it all. And and then we, of course, as everyone might expect. I kind of just dove into nutrition right yeah. away. <laughs> it's a big piece. <laughs> and, and it is. It's one of those risks. What are the other risks that we can do? Now, we can't change our age. No. We know that. Mm -hmm. But what are, the, what are the things that we can do to reduce our risk of heart disease? First of all, you did mention we are what we eat. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and by the way, eating healthy doesn't have to be tasteless. No. And I think that's evolved over the time and then um watch our weight mm -hmm. definitely and there are other steps 
Yes. So in addition to, you know, maintaining a healthy weight, I mean, that's a huge part mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, you know, there are some other things that, that you can do, but I would say something not to do mm-hmm. would be to smoke. There you go. Um, smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes or smoking anything mm-hmm. is really damaging to your, your vasculature. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it creates placking and it mm. creates cardiovascular disease. So um, don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Maintain a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. Um, be active. It, you don't have to be an ultra marathoner. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, okay, when you say active, mm-hmm. um, what? Uh, how active? And if you do exercise one time a day, does that mean, oh, now I can just go home and sit on the couch the rest of the day? Not ideally. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I think the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes a week okay. of moderate intensity exercise. And what is moderate intensity? Mm-hmm. Well, that would be getting to what's sort of typically thought of as like a level two zone, meaning um, the point of exercise where you get your heart rate up okay, and you feel on. a little short of breath, mm-hmm. but you're still able to hold a conversation. That's sort of level two. Gotcha. Um, and so that's really not that much. You know, it does not right. have to right. be huffing and puffing, you know, high intensity interval mm-hmm. training. It doesn't have to be that. It can be that. Sure. And you don't have to do as much exercise if uh-huh. you do more intensive exercise. I think the AHA says 75 minutes. Okay. Um, per week of high intensity exercise. Okay. Okay. And then if it's not high intensity, it's 150. It's 150. Minutes. Yes. But I like, especially for, for folks who may be a little bit more sedentary, um, you know, I like to set, I think part of accomplishing goals is setting realistic goals and realistic expectations. Amen. Yeah. And so it might be, if you're a totally sedentary person, I always say start by doing something every day. Even if that something is walking around your block one time okay. and coming back. Mm-hmm. Because once you start committing to something every day, your body will start to crave it does. that activity. Yeah. Yes. And then what you're doing is you're building confidence because you're keeping promises to yourself. Mm-hmm. And your body will crave more and you will start to do more. So I say start you know, slow and, and increase slowly or what is the phrase? I guess start low and go slow would be, <laughs> would be my recommendation uh-huh. for sort of slowly increasing sure, your exercise. Yeah. You, you, like I said, you do not have to be an ultra marathoner to um, do an adequate amount of exercise mm-hmm. to glean mm-hmm. cardiovascular benefit. And there was a study that came out um, over the summer. I want to say this was published in Jack, I think. Um, that showed that, you know, we, we have historically thought that you need to get 10,000 steps a day. Yes. To have oh, oh, we all know the, of the magic 10,000 steps. That's right. And that's not actually true. They were showing that there is benefit with even 2,000 steps a day. There so is, start out. Yes. There you go. Just do something. Yes. And yes. build a habit. Mm-hmm. And that builds confidence. And you'll slowly start to do more. And even with 2,000 steps, the, um, the study also showed that if you you know, walk with a brisk pace. I, I was going to go there. Yes. yes. Okay. That there's benefit to that. Sure. So it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, an overwhelming or daunting amount of exercise. Well, you know, uh, and you see so many people walking their dogs. Yes. Um, but I got in where I felt that walking the dog, sometimes they like to sniff. And of course you have them. Sure. Uh, at, and so it slows you down. Uh-huh. It's good that you're out there, and that's good that they're getting exercise. But then I would say, okay, now I'm going to go for a real walk. Yes, yes. You know, and maybe go for a higher intensity and, and 
and not stop yes. and start so much. Yes, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. And anytime you can find a hill to walk up, okay, that's also very beneficial. Okay, because you work it a little bit harder when you're right. walking up a hill. So would you slow down the treadmill a little bit and raise the? Absolutely. The yes. incline. Yep, because again, you're just trying to get a little you're, you're elevating your heart rate and you're just mm -hmm. trying to get a little bit breathless mm -hmm. but where you could still hold mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. and so if that means slowing the pace of the treadmill when you bump up that incline that's absolutely fine gotcha wow this is great advice and it's also advice from rio for us to take a break yeah <laughs> <laughs> we will get more on the subject this is fun and we might have to question you a little bit about what you like to eat so that's stick fun. with us we'll be right back Dear winner, Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown, plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra, we're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the new fashioner's website size of 112123. This is Kevin Lamar for Western Slope Toyota, a mile and a half west of Mesa Mall. Shop us online at westernsloperto.com. Thinking about a solar energy system but worried about what you can afford? Elasa Solar Center is proud to offer the area's lowest price per panel without sacrificing quality, along with financing options to suit your needs. It does make a difference who you work with. Read the reviews, then call Elasta Solar Center, your local solar energy experts. They've been in business for 45 years and they're employee-owned. For a free quote, go to elastasolar.com. Elasta Solar Center. Is it time to clear the clutter in your home or business? Let us make it happen. Hi, this is Jess with Houseminders. We can help you organize your space and get everything sparkling clean. At Houseminders, we don't cut corners, we clean them. Give us a call at 778-2857 or go to gjhouseminders.com. 1100 KNZZ, dependable weather. Partly sunny Sunday, Grand Junction 52, chance of rain and snow in Montrose 48. Partly cloudy overnight 29. Mostly sunny Monday, 60. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Authorities investigating the explosion of a house and fire in the community of Sterling, Virginia. One firefighter has been killed, nine others have been injured, one of them critically. Authorities had found a 500-gallon underground propane tank with a leak on the side. short time later, the explosion rocked the area while the firefighters were still in the home. The death of Alexei Navalny has been confirmed. A spokesman says the Russian opposition leader died at a remote Arctic prison, adding he was, quote, murdered. In the meantime, Russian authorities have arrested people who came to lay flowers at memorials around Russia. United States analyzing intelligence that Russia has the capability of an anti-satellite weapon, but a spokesman says it's really nothing to be too worried about. 
This is SRN News. Information. Information. I like getting information. I just feel like I'm more in touch whenever I listen. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. We are back again and I want to tell you if you've been listening to our show with Dr. Thompson, uh, local local lady, yep. I want to say young girl, you are, you are. <laughs> I appreciate local that. Local girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back here to start practicing cardiology after that intensive many year journey mm-hmm. that you have had to accomplish that goal yes. which must feel so good to you and uh, I'm sure your family's all quite proud of you they are. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and here you are and uh, it is American Heart Month not to say that attention shouldn't be drawn to heart health year-round mm-hmm. and from what you've been telling us it's important that you remember that absolutely uh, number one cause of death in America but we were talking about all the things that we as individuals can do and we need to take responsibility for our health and we were on exercise when we had to take the break and Uh talking about the types of exercise and the uh, being active yes um let me ask you this we see on television all the time all of these things that you can purchase to help assist in exercise i do have a treadmill i've had it for years and years and i bought it for someone who hung clothes on it sure for a long time you know (laughs) and so it was a really good one and gosh i mean it just keeps on going Uh but um do you see some that would actually help do you feel that some of those um oh you know we see i mean i know there's some really crazy ones out there but um do you use anything when you're exercising? Well, I can tell you that um, I bought a Peloton treadmill okay. and it collected dust and it it's did. now in storage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right as I paid it off. So, um, you know, I think the name of the game is trying a bunch of different things and figure out Fine. what works go. for you. Yeah. So um, some of those tools, you know, I think of like uh, what I can't remember what like Walker Texas Ranger used to do the Bowflex yes back in the 90s <laughs> yes. which it seemed like people really liked those uh you know uh, whatever might if you use crank it. so to speak yeah. then that's what you've got to do so go. for me personally mm-hmm. I've learned that um I really don't want to do a treadmill class with Peloton yes what I prefer doing is hot yoga I like walking. Okay. I will always go on a walk yep. um, and a brisk walk. And I love, love, love to hike. Um, my husband loves to ride his bike. He's cycling as we speak. Yes, so, because now a Midwest boy is now out here <laughs> yeah. where you can bike all almost year round. That's exactly right. Yeah. So he is uh, very happy doing that. So um, I had one of my attendings uh, whom I trained with was an avid swimmer. And mm-hmm. so he was somebody that didn't mind waking up at 5 a.m. and getting sure. in the pool every morning. Sure. So I think, you know, it requires some trial and error, and you just have to commit I to agree. finding what yes. works for you. Yes, yes. And although I I, I do love the treadmill, and I, I kind of challenge myself. I try to beat myself. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but, um, but sometimes, but I love to hike, too, and be mm-hmm. outside. Um, but that offers, and, and I have learned that sometimes you feel like you have to get do so much exercise 
that if you have a real busy day, you go, oh, well, I'll just have to put it off. But really, I have told myself, whether you can use do 20 minutes or an hour on the treadmill, at least get some in. Absolutely. Something is better than nothing. And find your passion. There are those yes. who like some of those. Um, well, my husband loves the QB. I don't know if you've seen oh, that or not. That but oh. it's you sit and you, uh, it's, it's like running or walking mm -hmm. in place. It's one of those. And, and now they, uh, they have all different kinds of them. But he does it. Sure. So that it works. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but find your passion and maybe a buddy if that's what you need. Yes, yep, and be willing to change and try different mm -hmm. things. And as yes, and as we get older, yes, as Dr. Loy says, and I always point out, and as you too, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you might change it a little. And you were yes. talking about the we've heard that ten thousand steps, ten thousand steps, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes you can find that people. You, you tend to become obsessive right uh, uh about it but yes. but um you won't kill over if you don't get 10,000 steps no and i think some of these 10,000 steps can be a lot especially if you work more of a sedentary job right. from 8 to 5 mm -hmm. um it really can be challenging to meet that goal um so i i think this is something that i think really can deter people from exercise is mm -hmm. that they feel like it has to be yes you know this target right. that is just not realistic and mm -hmm. so then they don't do anything gotcha and i'm guilty of that too so i think that's why i was saying you know something is better than nothing mm -hmm. um even if it's a 10 minute walk around your neighborhood sure just do something do something once a day try to get your heart rate up a little bit once a day um, and that will build over time yeah. and your comment about once you get into the routine, then before you know it, you'll find you're adding to that. Yes. Yeah. And you're craving it. Right. right. Um, my husband is a very dedicated, um, he's kind of a, a cardio fiend, really. Um, and he has a trainer bike in, in our mm -hmm, house. And mm -hmm. he is on that thing oh, I bet. every single sure. day without fail. And even if we have, uh, I'm, I'm really inspired by his commitment to that. Even if we have plans in the evening when he normally exercises, mm -hmm. he'll actually wake up early in the morning and, and do it. Yeah, yeah. And do I think that that level of commitment is realistic for me? Probably not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Got not. it. See, <laughs> But, you know, I'm not going to be somebody that, you know, I, I can't. I'm probably not going to do an hour of exercise every single day the way that the good Dr. Boyd does. Yes. But I can gotcha. do something every day. And sure, I do. There you go. So that's what's working for me. See, and, and oftentimes <laughs> it, it it's not your husband or your spouse. Uh, you find, you, you know, that I learned never play racquetball with your husband. Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> you um, disagree on technique oh, or, uh -huh. or whatever. And, yep. you know, and, um, and, and those kinds of things. And it's like, okay, you go on that and I'll do my thing. Yep. yep and that's, that's okay. Yeah, there's some there's of that a, dynamic in yeah, our relationship too. So exercise, and we've talked about you are what you eat. Yes. Um, uh, and, and how about annual physicals? Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. <coughs> Still getting over that um, crud that's been going around. Um, yes, I think keeping in touch with a primary care doctor is mm -hmm. very important. Um, and it kind of sneaks up on us because I think... Oh, it does. Uh, yeah, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm 36. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is when things start to mm -hmm. kind of creep mm -hmm. up. And so, yes, following with a primary care doctor is very important. Um, having your annual checkups, 
just having another set of eyes, making sure that you're doing sure. age-appropriate screenings, mm-hmm. that you're having you know, an A1C, which is a test for diabetes done, mm-hmm. that your blood pressure is being checked. Those are all really great preventive measures that yes. can be done so that you hopefully never have to meet someone like me in right. a cardiology clinic. Um, I also think being mindful of your family history is extremely Okay, I'm important. glad you brought that up because I want to because definitely on my husband's side, um, heart disease has been a major, major cause of uh, passing too early in yes. life. Yeah. And it's devastating. Ah. Um, it really is. So, you know, I think um, knowing what your family history is, knowing mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you have early heart disease, early cardiovascular disease in your family. And that would be defined by, um, you know, a diagnosis of, of cardiovascular disease or a stroke or a heart attack mm-hmm. in men younger than 55 mm-hmm. and in women younger than 65. Mm-hmm. If you have any history of that in your family, then you need to be talking to your primary care doctor about that as early as possible. It yes. is not inappropriate to screen children even mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. cholesterol if they have a really pronounced family history of cardiovascular mm. disease. That needs to be in their records. Yes. And that's what, you know, with our daughters, of course, mm-hmm. and, and their father's family history and um, making sure that that's uh, recognized as a, a p- potential threat Yes. Uh, to your health. Absolutely. Um, now, okay, we've, we're smoking. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you that too. Uh, what kind of bothers what does bother me if I see someone holding a child an infant and they're smoking yeah. and I know of course it's not good for them but but how about children being in an environment where there's uh, a lot of smoke yes. going on yeah you know secondhand smoke is still mm-hmm. a bad thing mm-hmm. um I, I don't know what their what the data is on terms of that you know increasing their cardiovascular sure. risk I know that People can get lung disease right. from secondhand mm-hmm. smoke, um, but I'm sure it's not helpful. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure that that mm-hmm. contributes in some way. Mm-hmm. So smoking is just the worst thing you can do for yourself. It increases your risk of all kinds of mm-hmm. diseases, cancers, cardiovascular disease. Um, it's bad for you and it's bad for everybody around you. So. Well, and, and isn't that the case sometimes when you're talking about heart disease or you're talking about cancer or some other a lot of times some of the basic information is the same like eating healthy mm-hmm. and and yes. and exercise absolutely and, but um uh, and then health care mm-hmm. um a, a checkup yes and having the things in your record that the doctor needs to know mm-hmm. of and um uh, okay let's how about stress that, I'm glad you're bringing that up because that's one that often gets overlooked, yes. but is extremely important. Um, stress contributes to atherosclerosis and to cardiovascular disease. We know that. Mm-hmm. That's, our data supports that. Mm-hmm. So stress mitigation is extremely important. Um, you know, I'm probably somebody that can get worked up about things, mm-hmm. and I really have to work at not getting worked up about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I, I've figured out what types of environments are healthy for me in mm-hmm. terms of keeping me calm mm-hmm. <laughs> and not mm-hmm. frustrating me. Um, so, yes, that's a huge thing. Um, there's a integrative cardiologist in California who recommends people have dogs <laughs> or pets. On that thought, hold that (laughs) thought, I agree, and we will be right back after this break. (laughs) 
As your American Family Insurance agent, I'm looking out for what matters to you. This is Rick Nelson, agent in Grand Junction. Let's talk about all your insurance needs today. The Rick Nelson Agency at American Family Insurance has an experienced team of professionals, great discounts for good drivers, and bundled policies. For a free, no-obligation quote, contact Rick Nelson at 970-241-0078. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. Wisconsin. Hi, I'm Rosemary. I've been taking my car to Simpson Brothers for at least 15 years. They've done a great job on the cars. There's never been anything we've ever had to take back. They let us know ahead of time what's needed, what's going to be done before they do anything major. They also will tell me if something looks like it might be coming bad, like it may in the future. I like that because it gives us a heads up on what to expect. They're just really good guys. Simpson Brothers Garage. Your car's never had it so good. Children are the greatest joy and our best hope for a better future. Friends, they are the future. But did you know that millions of kids right here in our own backyard are facing hunger every day? Without healthy food, it's harder to grow, to thrive, to feel their best. The impact when children don't have enough to eat is tremendous because when you're hungry and your basic needs aren't being met, you cannot learn. Every child deserves to be fed. This is a problem we know how to solve. Food is not just food. It's energy, health, confidence, hope, and even love. Yes, love. Breakfast in the classroom contributes to kids being more focused, which leads to higher grades, and simply just their well-being. Thank you! Learn more about how No Kid Hungry is helping end child hunger in America at helpnokidhungry.org. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit adoptuskids.org to find out more. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Glenn Beck. Joe Biden said that he is actually fundamentally changing the economy. Weekday mornings at 7. That is the biggest lie. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And here we are back with Dr. Jillian Thompson's Thomas. I keep wanting to say Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, it is Thompson. It, it is Thompson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dixie. <laughs> Thompson, Thompson. Names, yeah. Though, yeah. No matter. That's probably why I want to keep saying I'll that. answer either way. <laughs> You're very good. <laughs> of course, people always ask me if Dixie is really a real name. You oh, know? do they? <laughs> but we've been talking about heart disease um, and what we can do. And uh, and there are many things that we can do. Mm-hmm. It's it's in we can take small steps yes uh, which is so important we've we've talked about diet and exercise oh i hate to say the word diet 
Yeah. It's a four-letter word. Yes, that, has uh, negative connotations. Sets you up for yep. failure. Yes. Um, but um, you mentioned a, a, a three-letter word. Uh, we, we started to talk about stress, and I do know stress is longer than three letters. Yeah. But um, you left us just as we had to take a break with a stress reliever you highly recommend. Yes, which would be a DOG. DOG. <laughs> or a CAT. Or C-A-T. Yeah. Yes. A PET, a pet. A pet. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, our animals are wonderful for us. Um, you know, it's nice to have, like I was telling you over mm-hmm. the break, that I got a kitten in my last year of medical school and so then had this kitty with me when I was, you know, alone in a sure, new place. And, sure, um, Just having her to come home to every night. I mean, she really got me through my medical training, to be honest. It, that um, is amazing, and I love to hear that. Yes. I think, you know, our animals give us a purpose. They give us someone to take care of, which brings us a lot of joy and is healthy for us. Yes. Um, someone to love. They love us back. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. we were also talking about with probably dogs more than cats, but they get you out. They do. And yes. that's, you know, wonderfully healthy as well. So, oh, I mean, I can t- I can tell you by what time of day it is almost who I will see walking by. Yeah. With their their dog. Yep. There's yeah. real mm-hmm. health benefits mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, if, if you're not a pet person. Sure. Um, just having companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all about spiritual wellness um anything that's good for your your mind and your body is good Mm -hmm. for your heart Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. spending time with people you love being around friends and family um that helps heart health as well loneliness is a killer we know that so we sure have been hearing a lot about that yeah yeah and i think it it came to the forefront during covid Mm -hmm. absolutely yes it did And, and and so you need to find what what works for you yep um, going out for a walk mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, uh, and we called our little Abby our stress reliever. Yeah, you know? absolutely, yes. Yeah. A- a- absolutely. And um, and you can talk to them. Yep, yep. They will accept whatever you say and keep it to themselves. Yes, yes. <laughs> and if you have a Siamese cat like I do, they oh, will talk back. Oh, they will, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you still have a cat to this I day? I do, yeah, well, still have her, yeah. Oh, just, the, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. she is uh, just the, the light of my life, much to my husband's dismay sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But she's How number one. How old is she? <laughs> she is uh, seven. Seven. Yes. Seven. So okay. yeah, she's she and, runs the house, and that's it. Uh, they <laughs> and they, they do say that pets are living longer. Although I felt that Abby w- left too soon. Yeah, always taken yeah, too soon. Yeah, yeah. The, the vet said, "Oh, you know, these dogs can live to be eighteen or nineteen, You know, and so I was counting on that. Yeah. But, but um, and I think at that time, he was trying to tell us it was right before. Well, he was in with uh, the vet. Who, uh, Dr. Basham, who she t- actually took care of uh, Abby all the, almost all those years. Yeah. But I think he was saying, hmm, you better put something in your will because. Okay, so finding an outlet for your stress. Yes. Uh, be it a pet. Mm-hmm. And I, my, when we got Abby, my husband said, you know what? I think we needed something to nurture. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And 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 then does then it takes kind of your mind off of some of your problems or troubles or mm-hmm. uh, maybe diminishes them. Yeah, uh, we're probably all at our yeah. best when we're right. nurturing. Right, know, I right. think that's what we're here to do. So have we um, have we covered 
everything that we could uh, keep in mind about uh, our health. I think you're telling us a lot that we are, we need to take responsibility. Yes, definitely. Yes, I I think so. I think we've talked about maintaining a healthy weight, Mm -hmm. about not smoking, Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. trying to stay active, um, eating well, um, finding things that bring you joy, and being aware of your family history. You know, that's very important. Really big piece. Yes. Yes, super important. And seeking care when you're in a time of prevention rather than having to react. Oh, very good. Yes, preventative. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, young parents have an opportunity with their children uh, to kind of get them on the right path. Yes, they definitely do. When my little granddaughter said, what we're having broccoli yay oh wow i'm like i looked at my daughter and i <laughs> said you are doing something right <laughs> yes yes those habits are um, ingrained in us early and boy do they last yeah, they do yeah. don't they and there's sometimes they're very hard to overcome yes now um i i know community has exploded into many areas and and heart health is uh uh, heart care is definitely there. Well, you and your husband are cardiologists <laughs> who are now with them. And you are over in the clinic mm-hmm. in Palisade. And how is that going? Well, we or are not no, You're in not in Palisade. The community does have a clinic in yeah. Palisade. I think it's mostly primary care. Okay. So we're in the clinic that the brand new one the that brand opened new up one. Right uh, there. that's attached to the yeah. hospital. Yes, that's where we are now. But if, if someone went to the clinic clinic in Palisade they might be directed to you that's absolutely right yeah. yes and we do receive referrals from there I, I bet you do I bet you do and is it everything you expected it to be I would say that and more oh, it's good it's been really wonderful to be home um, to take care of you know Grand Junction nights in the Grand Valley there's such a sense of community here and of collaboration right right which I really love um, so yeah, it's been really wonderful being back and kind of seeing something come to fruition. Quickly, I can't believe we're almost out of time. Favorite food? Oh gosh, probably. You know what? I love raspberries. Okay. The fruit or anything flavored raspberry. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Raspberry is your thing. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet you do like peaches. Oh, I love peaches. <laughs> yes, my husband does now too. So I was going to say, did you tell? <laughs> you know, thank you so much for uh, sharing all of this. Uh, Rio, do we have minutes? Do we have? We got about 35 seconds. Oh, we have 35 <laughs> seconds. Well, I guess it's time for me to say thank you, uh, Dr. Um, Jillian yes. Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thompson. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. And we want you to come back and share more information and maybe we'll have more time to talk about what you fix in your kitchen. <laughs> me too. Thank you and, for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. And as we always say, hey, get out and take a walk. You're going to feel good. It will make you feel good to get out. And on these sunshiny days, what more can you ask for? So here's to heart health. It